Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to This Week in the Garden. I'm Peter Seabrook, here to help with your gardening quandaries. My guest this week is Boyd Douglas Davis, Chief Executive Officer of the Garden Store Group. Our thanks to Sutton's of Torquay, sponsors of this podcast. Lovely overnight rain and then humid conditions really make things grow. It was just what we needed to get the floral fantasia area planted and well-established at the Royal Horticultural Society Garden at Hyde Hall in Essex. It already looks pretty colourful and had visitors filing through. Immediately the gates opened last Monday. The first sweet peas are just opening up their elm sticks and uh, the huge display of nasturtium just begin to show flower bud. In two or three weeks, it should be absolutely spectacular. Now, my guest today for interview uh, is someone that I've known for a very long time and uh, whose experience in the garden centre world, well, I think is probably second to none. It's uh, Boyd Douglas Davis. Uh, He is the Chief Executive Officer of the Garden Store Group, and they have eight garden centres in the Midlands. But in addition, he will be the incoming president of the Horticultural Trades Association. We'll speak a little bit about that in a minute. Uh, So a very busy man taking on another job, and today he is at the Horticultural Trades Association plant show at Stoneley in Warwickshire. Uh, how's it going there, Boyd? Are they busy? It's been buzzing since we opened uh, at half past eight this morning. The show got underway and it's fantastic. The colour. You, you are missing a treat. Beautiful. Well, all being well, I'll be with you tomorrow. Super. Boyd, can we just sort of set the scene a little? I mean, in terms of weather, we were desperately dry on the East Coast uh, and we had some much needed rain. But in some places, it came a bit heavy and a bit quick. Oh, it did, didn't it? It did. It suddenly came out of nowhere, didn't it? Having had, uh, as you say, too long. It was too long without much rain at all. But what came down, and we, we had some, some big downpours on some of our centres and uh, water suddenly coming across the ground and through the front door and out the back oh, um, the other day, which, uh, which we've been getting a little bit used to. You know, when, you, when you build a garden centre and call it Hilltop, there's a clue that it's sort of up on a hill and water comes downhill faster than it goes up, doesn't it? Ooh. So um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's much needed, but it's grabbing it, isn't it? That's been the challenge, grabbing it and keeping hold of it when it does come. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm busy doing some planting this week, and when you get down into heavy Essex soil, uh, uh, it is still quite dry, sort of seven or eight inches down, and people just need to watch that, don't they? But do you, you think it's rained so much that everything will be fine, but... It, a lot of it's skimmed across the surface, hasn't it? Hasn't yeah. actually come down in a steady 
gentle, soaking in kind of fashion, has it? No, it, it, it hasn't, no. Uh, but there we are. We're gardeners, aren't we? We cope with what comes. And, and the garden centres, I mean, they look magnificent with colour, don't they? There's so That's much brilliant. beautiful stuff about today. Yeah, it, it has been a lovely, lovely season this, this uh, spring, I think. And the, the, the stock has been growing nice and steadily. It's coming into flower. Uh, there's been a lot of good colour around, hasn't there? And, and when you look at the varieties of what we get available nowadays, I know you just said we've both been doing this for quite a while and there's some beautiful plants out there, isn't there? And they just keep on coming. I mean, we've got this whole new uh, new plants category here today and it's just, just beautiful, isn't it, what we keep seeing coming through uh, into the garden centres. Well, yes. Now, the public won't get to the Horticultural Trades Association plant show, so can you just describe one or two highlights? I mean, there'll be all the plant buyers, won't there, from the big chains and the independents. What do you think is likely to catch their eye in terms of the new cultivars that you have on show there? Um, I mean, I can tell you now that the, the new plant uh, best in show uh, is an Agapanthus fireworks, which is a gorgeous, gorgeous-looking plant. I'm, uh, I'm just uh, walking across to the, the specimen that's here on the new plant award stand, and it's it's bursting full of colour. It's a white with a tinge of blue in the flower, uh, floriferous, absolutely covered in flowers as well, which is, is beautiful. So I'm about to come out as the star of the show. And is that the winner then, the overall winner? Overall winner, yeah, right. that's the overall winner. We had that at the top of one of our small pyramids at the BBC Gardeners World Live show um, 10 days or so ago. I mean, it, it is a stunning plant and so many flower stems. Beautiful, isn't it? Absolutely beautiful. I'm looking at it uh, in front of me right now, and it's uh, that's gorgeous. Uh, another real beauty, which I think is a lovely plant for a pot, is the Clematis um, elodi. I don't know if you know that one, Peter, but I'm sure you do. Beautiful little patio variety. That, that's, I think, probably my personal favourite. Purple, purple flower, really compact, going to look great in a pot, I think, uh, when that comes off the market, which I, I guess is going to be into next spring now, isn't it, before we see it in the garden centres yeah. fully. I mean, fireworks is available now, isn't it? Yes, there's some lovely stuff. Another thing that's caught my eye, actually, is there is some um, hydroculture here. So there are some houseplants grown purely in water with nutrients. And uh, I think that's a great-looking product for uh, indoors. We all know that houseplants have uh, become a, a real popular product group again uh, every putting greenery back into the house. And there's, a, there's a philodendron here, a philodendron atom growing in a, in a glass jar. Um, it's a piece of art in itself, isn't it, looking at the, uh, the root system feeding up from the, the, the jar and the lovely glossy leaves. That's, I think, it's going to be a, a lovely little plant in garden centres. Do you think it'll make things easier for people? I mean, there's a lot of uh, the younger people now putting these house plants into... Um, flats and uh, even university uh, um, accommodation. But it needs to be easy, doesn't it? The systems have got to stand a bit of neglect. I think it, it's a busy life, isn't it? And we, if we've got to uh, do everything on a routine, we forget and things go wrong. Whereas if we can make things easier, allow a little bit of tolerance, uh, a little bit more robustness in the plants, then that's got to be, got to be good, hasn't it? And some of these um, things we're seeing here, I mean, orchids, that's... That, Perpetually, to me, it's such an easy plant, and yet the public have been thinking it's a tricky one, but they're so easy to look after, aren't they? And some beautiful new varieties here on show um, for orchids as well, which just are just, just catching the eye. Some of these cambrias that I'm seeing here, spotted 
beautiful, beautiful flowers. And you're talking the moth orchids then, Boyd? Yeah, 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 beautiful moth orchid. I'm looking at one here with a a beautiful spotting and uh, deep purpling on the edge of the the petals and uh, deep, deep uh, burgundy purple spots on it. It's just just a lovely looking plant, isn't it? Um, I think that's the sort of thing that's just great for going into, into, uh, into people's homes, isn't it? Yeah, they they suit the central heating, don't they, of modern homes. You put one yeah. of those on the windowsill and really they can flower and flower again if you just give it a bit of moisture, you know. It's, it's like all of us, we need to drink now and again. Yeah, know? just a little just a little dipple. But uh, <laughs> and, uh, one of those house plants which will come back into flower, won't it? Which is yeah. which is yes. brilliant, you know. We, and it almost thrives on almost neglecting the thing, doesn't it? You know, we take them from home, from the living room, when they're finished flowering, they go on the windowsill in the utility, they seem to like it in there. There's a bit of moisture from the washing machine, and that is almost as much as they need with a little, let's say, a little drizzle. And then a few weeks later, there's the flower bud shooting up again, and we've got a new spike, and off we go. Fantastic. Yeah. So no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's the best plant show for the trade. You know, it's 10th anniversary. Can you believe it? Now you'll you'll remember coming here the first year it happened. I can't believe it. It's 10 years. No, it is. I can't. 10th year, 10th year of the show, and. Uh, and it's bigger and better than ever. So just shows what a great variety of plants there are in nurseries all over the country being grown at the moment, I think. It's really, really exciting times. Now, if I can move you on a little bit, Boyd, looking after eight garden centres open seven days a week, it's not a piece of cake. And now you're going to take on the presidency of the Horticultural Trades Association. We should perhaps explain a little bit about what that association does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it really looks after the industry in terms of their membership extends across from growers of young plants through to mature trees to retailers who are selling the product from nurseries or garden centres. And it all, also looks after manufacturers who put goods into, um, into the market. So it's got a huge membership, about 1,800 different companies in the UK, all connected to horticulture. And it's the umbrella organisation that uh, helps us all along. So you'll be the spokesperson, really, for the trade, grower and yes, retailer. Yes, yes. I um, become president in September for two years. So uh, looking forward to that. Exciting times ahead. Well, it, there'll be a fair bit of travel. You go out to conferences, you meet the members. Yes. And of course, I've, I've grown up in the garden centre and nursery world. And I'm now meeting landscapers and young plant producers, all the different sectors uh, of the industry are all part of it and so yeah I'm looking forward to it really looking forward to it and uh, I think it, I'll, I'll learn a lot more about our industry through the next couple of years as well and, and speaking generally right across all of those uh, sections of the gardening trade this spring is pretty buoyant isn't it uh, you know we talk you we hear about the retail the uh, high street good. you know have it suffering a bit horticultural industry seems to be going like a rocket I, I, th- I think we've had the weather's been the right sort of weather, hasn't it? It's been a fair, yes, it's been a bit dry, but it's been a fairly standard kind of spring. But I think the bigger thing is that everybody's realised that you know the plants bring so much happiness. Uh, you know, it's such a simple level. I'm stood looking at osteosperms right now. They're beautiful little things. I'm looking at grasses. They're architectural, and I think the the whole power of plants in our lives is being enjoyed by a wider audience all the time. So. Children are learning about growing seeds and creating something happy and people are turning to horticulture as a second career or as a, a great hobby. Um, 
don't need a big space, do you? That's the beauty. It's one of those hobbies you can have without having to have a lot of room or a lot of money. You can just engage at any level. And I think horticulture is um, really uh, very buoyant at the moment and people are enjoying all, all aspects of it. And certainly from um, it's robust against the high street, as you say, the, the, the high street challenges are not being felt so much uh, in our industry at all, which is, which is fantastic and uh, great that it's supporting such a lot of uh, employment and so on, isn't it? You know, as a career, if you're choosing what sort of retail to go into at the moment, I'd have to say come into the garden centre career. Um, I'm not sure fashion is for everybody. <laughs> there were 50 planted wheelbarrows at Gardeners World Live from 50 schools, mostly around the Midlands. Oh, well done. There were two or three really bright horticultural students working in the gardens there. Fantastic. I like to see those bright-eyed people. Uh, I got to get a report back from my colleague, Steve, because he was on the first of the potato harvesting. You know, we've got 16,000 schools growing potatoes in pots. That is amazing. <laughs> but when, Isn't that amazing? But when kids tip them out, I'll tell you, it's like a treasure hunt. You know, dirt goes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but their faces light up and, and suddenly they're engaging with the food they're eating, aren't they? It's, it's, you know, I mean, what you've achieved, Peter, on that is just phenomenal. Yeah, this whole engagement with children, you've done a, a brilliant job, I have to say. And you've been doing that for, for so long. It's just wonderful that, uh, that, that you're seeing generation after generation now, aren't you, growing up and, and loving gardening from that early day. A number of young people, yes, I've been pleased to see join us and, and do a very good job. But before we leave it, boy, we must just mention that the National Garden Gift Token Scheme, because... Uh, uh, that, that, that is about the only way the public knows about the Horticultural Trades Association, isn't it? That's where you meet. It's true. That's, that's, that's where we interact with the public. The scheme um, is huge. You know, it's, it's a great gift, isn't it, to uh, give somebody a gift voucher that they can go and spend in their local garden centre, wherever they may be, up or down the country, and redeem that voucher for absolutely anything, you know, from plants to grow your own to beautiful sunshiny flowers, whatever it may be. And if you give one of those as a gift, it means that the recipient actually buys a plant they want. And of course, once it's in the garden, it's a living memory, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a gift for, for years to come, isn't it? Boyd, look forward to seeing it tomorrow if I can make yet another journey. <laughs> we will be here. I'll have, I'll have the kettle on for you, Peter, and I've got some chocolate bourbons on the side for you. Oh. So, um, <laughs> looking you, forward to seeing you in the morning. You know the way to a man's heart. Chocolate, that's the stuff. <laughs> Thanks, Boyd. Lovely talking to you. Take care, Peter. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. 
This is the point where we talk about what's news this week. Newsworthy, perhaps I should say. I don't know where to stop or start. You know, we had a, over a hundred new varieties of plants launched at that uh, BBC Gardener's World Live exhibition. I mean, can you stop and think about that for a minute? A hundred new plant introductions on one stand in one year. Boy, things are on the move. And then, of course, I went to the Dutch pack trials to see what's coming for 2020. Uh, and again, I've, I've got a book full of notes and pictures and things. Uh, and if you give me time over the next uh, week or two, I can stop and think about these things a little bit. I'm a bit disappointed I didn't have enough plants of the beef and onion plant from Sutton's. I do have two or three seedlings and everybody that I've torn a leaf off and given them to taste, they say they can taste beef and onions. So that'll be quite a, an addition to the salads. But in Holland, I was very interested to see some new hybrids from crossing Monfrida with agave. Now, most of you will know the agaves, uh, you know, particularly if you go to areas where the land's a bit hot and dry and free draining. A man called Hans Hansen has been working for 20 years crossing the Manfreda and the agave and has now got a whole series of hybrids which look as if they'll fit perfectly the current interest and fashion in succulents. A number of these uh, mangave, as they're being called, don't have the sharp prickly end on the leaves, uh, which are a bit dangerous with some of the established cultivars. And I can see this introduction in a year or two's time causing uh, quite a stir. The Fluoro Star Award, uh, that's given in Holland to a selection of 10 new plants that are put before all of the growers and buyers attending that event to judge what they think will be the plant with wow factor next year. And that star award went to Begonia Alatia Dreams Garden. Dreams is a sort of series of all kinds of begonia from the uh, Beacon Camp in Holland. Uh, but the actual plant that award that won the award, Begonia Elatia Dreams Garden Maca Rouge. I mean, it has the most rich red flowers with bright yellow stamens. Boy, that's going to be a cracker, I think. Um, there are already quite a lot of Elatia-type begonias on sale. Uh, Marks and Sparks have some really big plants in at least 12-inch pots on sale. If you get one of those and you put that into a bigger pot, boy, that'll make a monster and give you masses of flowers from now right the way through to the frost. And if you happen to have a frost-free porch or a conservatory, you pop it indoors, then it will just flower non-stop. I've come across for the first time daylilies called Everyday Hemerocallus. Boy, they've got so many flowers. With lots of the uh, traditional and accepted hemerocallus, they do have really beautiful big flowers, but they only last a day, daylilies. Um, and so you don't get the sort of impact. But with uh, everyday lilies, boy, I'll tell you, 
you'll get some impact. I've got lots more notes and bit by bit over the coming weeks I'll be telling you about Suetunia for example, uh, the semi-trailing petunia, one called Fiona Flash, oh what a lovely colour that was, and lots more new things that will be available either this summer or certainly next summer. Now chatting to the people at uh, the show, the thing which interested me most of all was the way that we need to treat garden alstroemerias and uh, similarly the garden gerbera, the Garvinia series. Now with the alstroemeria, uh, particularly the Indian summer, lovely dark leaved thing with beautiful rich yellowy orange speckled flowers, great for cutting, you just get hold of the stem and you pluck it almost as if you're plucking out a grey hair from your head. And if you do that, it comes out with a little bit of white stem at the bottom and that stimulates Alstroemerias to produce new growth and in no time at all, there'll be more stems coming up and flowering again. With the Indian summer and the newer varieties, there's a summer breeze, for example, they will flower non-stop in my garden anyhow in Essex from May pretty well through to Christmas. Perfectly hardy, you can have them in pots or grow them in the soil. But remember, you pluck out the stems, you don't cut them. And similarly with the garden gerbera. Now here you need a bit more knack because when the flowers go over, you need to hold the stem and just twist it if you can through about 90 degrees, a quarter turn, just push it down a little bit and then snap that out and it should come out clean. It is worth running your hand down to support the plant so if they're pot plants you don't pull them up out of the compost okay so you put your index and second finger around the plant hold the compost down and then see the dead stem push that down a little bit and then sneak it out if it breaks off then just go down and have another go because if you leave the stump that can rot and the rot can spread we had lots of reports from people who'd uh, had those garden gerbera, the Garvinia series, last year, and they came through and are flowering again now. They do need a free-draining soil if those uh, gerberas sit wet in the winter and then have a hard frost. They don't like wet and cold. They can take a fair bit of cold as long as they're not waterlogged. We've got some really good sweet peas growing in the Floral Fantasia at the Royal Horticultural Society Garden at Hyde Hall. But you know, it was a bit dry, particularly on the East Coast, and uh, some sweet peas are suffering with mildew. Uh, and at the first sign of that, you really need to make sure that they're well watered, that the roots are nice and damp, and apply some kind of fungicide, because you need the leaves healthy if you're going to keep getting masses of long stem sweet peas. Uh, you could use some of uh, Uncle Tom's plant treatment. Uh, that's pretty good for mildew or any of the uh, systemic fungicides. One other quick word too. You know we've had white alisum and blue lobelia for years growing it from seed but the modern varieties grown from cuttings are so much better. The problem is that gardeners haven't been told how much better these cutting-produced varieties are. 
The seed-produced ones will flower, yes, but then they set seed and don't do any more. The new cutting-raised ones will cost at least double when you buy them, but they will flower non-stop. They don't seem to set seed, and the plants will just get bigger and bigger. And so if you're on a garden centre and you see two kinds of uh, Alison and Nobelia at two different prices, my advice, ask, are they from cuttings? Always buy the uh, slightly higher priced but much better uh, Alison and Nobelia. What's on? The Rose Society UK has its uh, show at Squires Shepparton Garden Centre on Saturday the 29th. Visitors can be uh, hit by the strong fragrance of roses as they enter the marquee uh, and I very much hope to make the journey on Saturday just to see what uh, really keen rosarians can do. My thought for the day? A memo is written not to inform the reader but to protect the writer. Dean Acheson. He was an American lawyer and I had an old boss who always said uh, don't be panicked by diktats from uh, public servants unless they put it in writing and if it comes in writing then you certainly want to take notice of it. My thanks to Sutton's, sponsors of this podcast, and also my producer this week, Rich Jarman. I look forward to speaking to you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.